Are you ready to hear the story of the mythical man who comes to visit you during the holiday season? The one who decides who is naughty or nice? And what you get in return for this? Welcome to Cryptic Soup. This is not the story of Santa, so beware of who might be coming down the chimney this Christmas season. to keep kids in, in, in order and yeah. in their place, and yeah. we have Krampus. Now, guys, this is not a made-up thing. It's they not. have Krampus. <laughs> if, if you want a Krampus, yeah. yeah. His name is Krampus. Hey, guys, welcome back. So I would like to first state that I had to teach Kylie and Corey what hootie-hoo means. <laughs> in the last episode, I said, hootie-hoo. And they thought I made that up. I had no idea. It's from the movie Neighbors. It's from a lot of things, actually. Gotta get everybody up. Hootie hoo! Hootie hoo! Okay, but also when you were telling us how this is, you just kept continuously (laughs) saying it like you did the last thing. What was it? Hot, um. Hootie hoo. Something socks. Hot bop, sock bops. Sock hops. Sock hops. You just kept saying that and I'm like, okay, you can continuously say it, but I'm still not going to know what it is. And they never, when I like say these wild things, they don't Google them and just find out. They're just like, what does it mean, Tina? And I'm like, this is what it means. And then they're like, nah, it doesn't sound real. I'm like, I'm literally sending you the Google post. You're a good storyteller. I just want to know. Okay. Okay. Well, hootie who is a phrase that you use when the cops are coming and you're at a party and you don't want to get caught. You yell, hootie who. And other people yell, back, which means let's go get the fuck out. Clearly, Corey and I just have not been in that situation. <laughs> I mean, I haven't like I, I haven't been to a lot of parties, but I know what a hootie who is. <laughs> no, it was like a 90s thing. And I think Outcast had a song called hootie who or at least the, the phrase hootie who was mentioned in it. But in the movie Neighbors, when Seth Rogen calls the cops, <laughs> They yell, hootie hoo, and Zac Efron's like, it's a hootie hoo, everyone run, and Dave Franco's like, hootie hoo. Okay. <laughs> so that's where the episode starts today, is the definition of hootie hoo. This is great. <laughs> um, Learn something new every day. I Speaking of learning something new, uh, this story is about a mythical being of Krampus and all that is festive tidings and things like that. But I thought this was really interesting because our next episode will be dropping on the 28th of December, which is also a weird holiday theme. So I wanted to talk about it real quick. December 28th is Holy Innocence Day. Do you know what that is, Kylie? I have no idea. It's a really weird, spooky holiday. So I just want to, you know, like, like preface it real quick. I like weird and spooky. December 28th is the day referred to as holy innocence day which is the massacre of the innocents to most history buffs um but religious people will call it feasts of the holy innocence day so if we're all gonna you know get out our bibles real quick i know we all have them handy we always keep them you know right next to us <laughs> thank you kylie for acting i was just thinking of like ah. <laughs> <laughs> little palm spreading and everything with the bible in between <laughs> you're like the emote <laughs> so 
we're going to turn to Gospel of Matthew 2, 16 through 18. And, you know, if you just don't happen to have one next to you, I guess I will tell you what it is. What happens is Herod the Great, a.k.a. the king of Judo. No. Judea. Yeah. <laughs> My friend had a baby and they named it differently and now it's all throwing me <laughs> off. Damn, it's really throwing me off how some people pronounce baby names and it's just okay well i mean bible names are biblical yeah yeah they're their own thing well she named it after like an anime character so it has its own oh yeah okay anyways (laughs) he ordered the execution of all the male children two years old and under in the vicinity of bethlehem the catholic church regards them as the first christian martyrs however many biblical scholars say that didn't happen it's a myth it's all just legend the whole bible (laughs) okay all right you said it never mind (laughs) but yeah so it's this it's literally just a a massacre of all children under two happy early feasts of the holy innocence day guys Hmm. weird right why is it a why is it a feast that's just i guess the phrasing that they chose to use because maybe it's like a a gift to the gods and when you usually think of mm-hmm. gifts they come in feasts or like bounties yeah. so that kind of makes sense yeah okay <laughs> yeah i <laughs> now we're ready to start after learning all these really fun things but i have one more really important thing to talk about kylie what do you call more than one krampus would you call it a krampuses <laughs> a cramp eye a gaggle of cramps what do you call it? Because if I have to say multiple Krampuses, I want to know. <laughs> a gaggle of cramps, right? <laughs> that one's the best one for sure. I don't like cramp eye. Krampus. <laughs> Krampuses. I guess Krampuses is what I would like say. I think in it's the- cramp eye. As bad as that. <laughs> well, what do you do? Multiple Bigfoot. Is it big feet or Bigfoots? Is there only one? Well, yeah, I don't know. Mm, big feats. <laughs> no, I like that one. <laughs> biggest feats. <laughs> the biggest feats of them all. <laughs> Ooh, we're derailing fast, guys. <laughs> so let's just talk about the, the cramp eye. <laughs> <clears throat> the popular legend of Krampus stems from folklore in Austria's Alpine region. Are you sure it's not Krampus? Krampus. <laughs> I'm going to be using this fucking accent as long as I goddamn can. <laughs> Just wait till the hard words come out and then it'll, I will stop. <laughs> it'll <accenting. real> come <laughs> out. <laughs> it'll either be real good or just real bad. Maybe I'll like <laughs> use the accent to fake how bad the words are and you guys will think yeah, I sound go. real good. Exactly. Yeah, just fake it till you make it. They'll be like, oh my God. I just never knew Athena was fluent in the German. Yes, <laughs> German. yes, I am. Fun fact Corey is fluent in German. Fun fact Athena is really good at speaking French. Kylie, what are you good at? Dancing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good at I'm good at dancing. I do voiceovers. I I was expecting you to really, really want to learn ASL. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my hand at German tonight when we talk about Krampus. So I have faith. So Like I did start to say before I ruined it with my my already (laughs) accents. The popular legend of Krampus stems from the folklore in Austria's Alpine region. He is most famous in the Central Europe area. His name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. 
As with Krampus, meaning Krampen, claw, <laughs> it goes along with how he looks. So his name is Krampus, and as legend goes, he is half goat, half demon, kind of like half human also. I know that's three halves, but just, just roll with it. But he's a monster that punishes misbehaving children around the Christmas time. Is he an unglet? <laughs> a what? There's a, a league champion. Lilia, <clears throat> she's like a deer and a human put Is together, she? and uh, and uh, we we call her unglet. Like that's the word for he being reminds, half. He reminds me kind of like a centaur. She, me, mm, Lilia. What's a centaur? Not a centaur. Centaur with two legs. What are those? Centaurs like Hecarim. Oh wait, with two legs. M- minotaur. He's a minotaur. Minotaur goat. He's goat. Goatatar. <laughs> goatatar. <laughs> Ghost face. We're Ghost we're face. Do, we're doing good. <laughs> I know a lot of people probably already know what Krampus looks like, but I really want to paint the picture so that if you're not really having it in the front of your brain, now you do. As many tales as far as urban legends go, the story of Krampus was created or spawned as a result of wanting kids to behave. The concept of Krampus is to punish bad children. The children would want to behave in order to avoid the lashings that Krampus would deal or the other bad things that would like occur. So discussing one of the observations in 1975 while in Erding, a small town in Styria, an anthropologist named John J. Honingman wrote in a journal that was eventually published saying this. The St. Nicholas Festival that describes incorporates cultural elements widely distributed in Europe in cases going back to pre-Christian times, Nicholas himself became popular in Germany around the 11th century. The Feast of the Holy Innocents, New Year's Day, and other celebrations were all brought to special attention. Masked devils, however, were acting boisterously, making nuances of themselves, and are now known in Germany since the 16th century while these animal mass devils combining dreadful comics known as Shrawl... Yep. Antics that appear in medieval church plays. Austrians in the community were studied that are quite aware of the heathen elements being blended with the Christian elements in the St. Nicholas customs and in other traditional winter ceremonies. They believe Krampus derives from the pagan supernatural who is assimilated to these Christian devils. That was a lot of words that didn't sound like they made sentences. <laughs> right. But they did. Are you sure? He is describing how they think back in the day the Krampus lore came to be. So I'm going to break that down for you in like an actual correct way so it makes sense you mean like in michael scott terms michael scott terms tells me like i'm five okay perfect thank you krampus was thought to be part of the pagan rituals for the winter solstice according to the legend he is the son of l l is in the north mythology and it sounds like i said north i have really bad pronunciation norse mythology who is originally the name of the dead but later came to be the goddess of death itself During the 12th century, the Catholic Church attempted to banish Krampus celebrations because of his resemblance to the devil. 
More attempts followed in 1934 at the hands of Austria's conservative Christian Social Party. Krampus's frightening presence was suppressed for many years. The Catholic Church forbade the raucous celebrations, and fascists in World War II Europe found Krampus despicable because he's considered a creation of social democrats. Krampus appears in many variations. Most share some physical characteristics, though. So we kind of talked about how he wasn't very well liked so far. This is why is due to how he looked. He's very hairy all over. Like I said, he kind of has that like half goat appearance. He's usually dark brown or dark black in appearance. He has hooves for feet. He will walk on his hind legs like a human, but it is goat like. And then he has the horns of a goat. His long pointed tongue rolls out and he usually has fangs. Krampus carries a large bag that he slings over his shoulder that he will carry the children away as he kidnaps them and then he usually drowns, eats, or takes them to hell. He also carries chains that are laced with bells and the chains are supposedly meant to symbolize the binding of the devil to the Christian church. Side note, there's a cosplayer I met this one time um, in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. She's an amazing cosplayer. Her name on like cosplay things is Gold Vester cosplay. So like gold, like the color Vester, V-E-S-T-E-R cosplay. Mm -hmm. She does a phenomenal Krampus cosplay with the big red like cloaky type thing. And she has uh, big claws and then she has huge horns that these are just massive and then she like blacks out her eyes. She has chains all over it and she has fangs. And then she has these creepy white out like style contacts. But the best part is, is she has a long tongue that starts at her mouth and goes down past her belly button and it like <laughs> rolls out and it's all black and it has fork like forks at the end of it like style. Ugh. And it's terrifying this Krampus. She wore it at like hall mat and stuff like holiday Matsuri. It, it's the coolest Krampus I've ever seen. And like, I've looked up Krampus cosplays, but hers is incredible. And it's the best one I've ever seen in my life. So if you, if you ever need to look at what Krampus looks like, this girl, she, she'll teach you fast. <laughs> so not only is he very devilish looking though, and just kind of spooky and such. And then he has all these things on him, you know, the bag to lure the children, the chains that are scary and ominous and the chains, you know, binding him to the devil and stuff. He also has a pagan origin ritual item with him called the Rutan. Rutan are bundles of birch branches and Krampus carries them around and he lashes children with them. Sometimes birch branches are replaced with a whip in some representations, but often it's this bundle of branches, which that, that would hurt. Yeah. Birch. That's not like a. That's a hard, hard wood. It's a hard wood. Yeah. <laughs> So when the Catholic Church tried to turn Krampus into part of a narrative to avoid the pagan stories because they didn't like this whole idea that he's a spooky devil guy, they decided that they knew he was still going to be talked about really importantly. So they turned Krampus into a cartoony, devilish looking character. And this took on more of the Black Philip look or like the devil himself, where it's just so over the top, it could not be and this is what I was talking about when I talk about the beautiful version of the devil. When I say the devil, I don't mean the fallen angel devil where he's like beautiful and 
um, mysterious and good looking. I'm talking about like the red goat, those kinds and like the very chalky cartoon kinds that are like frequent in media. So as Krampus was coming to be, he was not always Krampus. He actually started out with the name Perched. <laughs> um, it kind of sounds like a fish, I think. Like Perched. Perch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, why like, it of Lake Perch. Well, there were already established pagan traditions in the Alpine region that became intertwined with Catholicism. People would masquerade. <laughs> I got Catholicism, but I can't get masquerade. <laughs> Out of all the times in my life, I'm always like Catholicism, Catholic, Catholic, Catholicism, Catholicism. Hoy. But I did it the first time, but fucking masquerade. Nah, that one. Nope. Eluded me. <laughs> People would masquerade as the devilish figure known as Perched, the two legged humanoid goat with a giraffe like neck who wears animal furs. Sounds kind of crompassy. People wore the costumes and would march in processions known as Perchlitenlafen. <laughs> I think you said that right. <laughs> I think I did too. I looked it up a few times. It's regarded as an earlier form of the Krampus runs that we have today, pretty much. Perchlitenlafen was looked at with suspicion by the Catholic Church and banned by authorities. Due to the sparse population and rugged environments within the Alpine region, the ban was not effective or easily reinforced. So eventually, the Parchelson Loft introduced St. <laughs> Nicholas and his set of good morals. The what? I'm done with it. <laughs> I think I've changed it each time, too. Well, that one isn't. This one isn't as long as the other one. Is it a typo? No, because, OK, the Parchelson is the actual event mm -hmm. but the perched and loft is the guy okay but he's called perched for short gotcha Whew, that's a lot of perched ten laughing <laughs> the perch transformed into what is now known as krampus that's pretty much what i was alluding to <laughs> that's that's all i wanted to say that's i think it. i just wanted to say perched and laughing he is the devilish companion of saint nicholas he is the yen to his yang if you will so how the holiday works is with Krampus and St. Nicholas is that Krampusnacht or Krampus night is celebrated on December 5th where Krampus appears and visits homes and businesses. Following the feast of St. Nicholas or St. Nicholas Day is then celebrated on the 6th of December. So the very next day where the children will wake to find their gifts or have to nurse their injuries from Krampusnacht. So while St. Nicholas is rewarding the nice children by leaving presents, Krampus is beating the naughty children with his branches and sticks and things. In some cases, it also says that he eats them or will drag them to hell or like drown them. But it's kind of that whole concept, like the saying, it's darkest before dawn, because the darkest night, Krampus not is on the fifth. And then, you know, dawn, the, the lighter part would be St. Nicholas Day on the sixth. Man, if I was a kid in Germany, I would have been the nicest. <laughs> like, I feel like European folklore is a lot scarier because uh, mm -hmm. Baba Yaga, she's fucking terrifying. And she's mm -hmm. in the Czechoslovakian region. Yeah. 
our theme song person, Damon Vakovsky, that last name, very Czechoslovakian, obviously. <laughs> he uh, one day I called him and I was just like, hey, I want to start a podcast. Um, I want to do cryptozoology on it sometimes. You know who Baba Yaga is? And he's like, oh, I know who Baba Yaga is. <laughs> he's like, I heard of Baba Yaga before. Like, oh, yeah. And I was like, hmm. Okay, like the boogeyman was not near as scary as these things are, I feel like. Yeah. And this is a holiday themed one. Like in the US of A, they're like, you know, if you're bad, you don't get anything or you get get coal or yeah. Or like Santa won't bring you gifts. Yeah. In Germany, they're like, yeah, if you'll you're get bad, eaten. Yeah, you'll get eaten, beaten by branches and sticks and then maybe drowned, you know, or like dragged to hell for all of eternity. Like, yeah. What? Well, OK. And I'll so, take the coal. <laughs> so what if you're good and your sibling's bad? You just lose your sibling forever. Yep. Yikes. Well, that's terrifying. Exactly. And you know what's scarier, Kylie? (laughs) Oh, gosh, what? Krampus is not the only Krampus. Like every folklore in Jeremy and Jeremy (laughs) in Germany has other ones. So parts of Germany and Austria dread the beastly Krampus. But other Germanic regions have Belschnickel. Kylie, what's Belschnickel from? Stop it. I don't know. The office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) I mean, Belschnickel's from something, but but we all know Belschnickel from The Office. Okay. I am Belschnickel and here's Nye. (laughs) Nye, I say. Doesn't he bring stuff to The Office that should not be brought to The Office? He he beats them with sticks and then he has the one person almost do blackface and then they're like, (laughs) if someone comes in here doing blackface and he's like, (laughs) 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 well, in the Germanic regions, that's where Belschnickel's from. There's also Necht, Rupt, and the black bearded men who carry switches to beat children. Do you know what a switch is? No. It is a really heavy duty wooden stick. Okay, that's what I thought it was, but I wasn't I wasn't sure. I only know of that also because of a TV show. From community, Donald Glover, his grandma comes to the school and she's like, I'm going to beat Britta. Get me a switch. And Britta's like, oh, what's a switch? You sweet old lady. And she's like, a stick to beat you with. <laughs> and Britta's like, oh, 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 I'm going to get you a switch then. And Donald Glover's like, stop, stop, Britta. <laughs> the things I know. So how Krampus is carrying the sticks, they're carrying the switches. So it's very similar, but just a slight difference, you know, depending on the region. Then France has Hans Trap and Père Fouter. Um, some of these guys have helpers also, such as Zwart Piet in the Netherlands and other ones that have just attracted recent controversy. So just wait, wait until we cover all those. Interesting. <laughs> Krampus is not one of a kind, but he's one of a kind in how famous he is and how mm-hmm. he's known. Yeah. And I think it's because of him being one of the first of his kind mixed with how much Catholicism was uh, like introduced in that area so fast and him being such a big topic against the Catholic Church. Like they literally were trying to stop people from celebrating him. Yeah. And I think that's why he became so well known. But also something that got him really noticed was 
there was a postcard industry boom that experienced uh, like an all time high in Germany and Austria in 1890. You're like, what the hell does postcards have to do with Krampus? <laughs> OK, well, on the postcards, they talked about Krampus Karten, which they made visual spectacles of Krampus by making him extra famous by featuring him on all these postcards. So they were holiday cards, but they weren't like warm, fuzzy, like Merry Christmas. We love you guys. Happy holidays. Mm -hmm. These ones would have Gras von Krampus on it, which says greetings from Krampus. And then they would show a picture of Krampus stuffing sad, crying children into his satchel. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> they would also have one where he's like literally hitting kids with the bundles of branches, the the, the birch branches. Mm hmm. They also had there was this one that I saw where he's literally pushing children under the water and drowning them and like their dead bodies floating in it. Some of these postcards also uh, show Krampus going after uh, children with his chains or like carrying them off in his bag. They were just super over the top, but they were telling the folklore. So it's kind of like Grimm's, but in postcard way. Some of the cards were a little bit more adult themed, though. So the Krampus cards then later were revisited. And in the early 20th century, they not only showed him punishing children, but also like proposing to women. Oh, OK. And being like, you know, devilishly handsome almost. Right. Like, you like this forbidden thing. Mm -hmm. In some cards, Krampus was even portrayed as a woman and she'd be like really large in stature and she'd be beating small men with the sticks. So it's no longer just a children thing. It's now this new reverse role of showing an empowerment to Krampus. That's really interesting because this is such a long time ago. Yeah. Like women were not looked at like that. And it's weird that that was the first thing they did. They didn't make Krampus more human. They still kept this like goat like figure and. It's just very odd how that went about and how the story evolved all of a sudden and in such a dramatic way. Mm -hmm. As it kept evolving, there was aftermath of the 1932 election in Austria. And during that time, the Krampus perdition was prohibited entirely by the Dolphus regime under the clerical fascist of Fatherland's Front, also known as. Vaterlandish front. <laughs> I think I did that one good. Vaterlandish front. Yeah. Uh, also the Christian Social Party. Okay. <laughs> they also were like, heck no. Yeah. So again, they prohibited and made Krampus illegal. That again makes people want to do it and like be about it, which was making it right. more famous. In the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets. Pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's forever going to be pamphlets. That's hilarious. <laughs> Podcasting platforms. Yeah, I'm so bad it. at talking. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> in the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets <laughs> titled Krampus is an evil man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Krampus. <laughs> You're in for it now. It's a doozy. <laughs> I think Irish. I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, 
Oy No, that's not. I don't know what that is, but that's bad. Oy That's French, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oy Yeah. I'm just doing an Irish accent with French with, words yeah. now. <laughs> and speaking German in this, in this Vaterlandish front. <laughs> uh, uh, Krampus is an evil man. <laughs> still it's Irish. still Irish. Wow. All right. So I'm Irish now. Well, I'm sorry about my accents, everyone. I'm clearly from America. <laughs> America. America. Well, in these pamphlets, uh, they talked about how people shouldn't be celebrating Krampus themed things and that he's just bad and he's evil and, you know, everything that Krampus really is, though. So not only are they actually just reinforcing everything that Krampus is really about, but they're trying to make people not want to do it, which in turn makes people want to know more about it and learn about it. So towards the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred. And to this day, they still continue. Some of these things that continue today are festivities and cult, including involving. What? <laughs> I just wanted the word involving, but I kept saying including. I'm, I'm about to cry. I don't know how to read. <laughs> I am crying from laughing. All right. Our next sponsor needs to be hooked on phonics because clearly I need to learn how to read. Hooked on phonics. Reach out to us, please. You can sponsor us. I'll be a member. <laughs> I felt so proud of myself because I had read a 24-chapter book. <laughs> involving. Involving. What's it involving? Festivities. Who is it involving? Krampus. Krampus festivities involving each other. It's funny, though, because it does have include at the beginning. I, it says involving sentence. and include, and I just wanted them to be the same word. <sighs> the festivities involving Krampus include Krampuslof meaning the Krampus run. Those and, things look so cool. Oh my God. They look so cool. Kylie, they look terrifying, uh, but yeah, really cool. <laughs> Kylie and I were looking up and we decided we want to go. And she looked at me and she's like, do you want to go to Germany? I was like, it's in Austria, but I'm down for both. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. We'll just go all the way around. We have friends in Germany though. Yeah, but Krampuslauf is in Austria. I wonder if they... We'll have I'm to sure ask. they have them all over Yeah, now. we'll have to ask them. They wanted to, uh, no, I'm getting ahead. Let's continue. <laughs> so in Krampuslauf, the activity involves alcohol, our favorite. <laughs> of course it does. Of course it involves alcohol. How can you beat children with sticks without having alcohol? <laughs> and it also has people dressed as the creatures parading through the streets, scaring spectators and sometimes chasing them. Not sometimes. They chase them. They chase them a lot. They chase them into stores and have to get kicked out and stuff. And it's like crazy. Pretend like they're beating them, if not beating them. Um, people were like crying in some of the videos. Yeah, they looked hurt, and you would see like red splotches all over people's legs. Yeah, they looked kind of intense. Like simmer down now. Even bystanders that weren't even part of Krampuslauf. This isn't method acting. <laughs> you're you're fine. So Lines's annual Krampus parade is known as Perchtenlauf, still also called Klobioff. I don't know why it's called that. I kind of tried to search it and it looks like there is another tradition, 
but I couldn't read enough German to understand what I was reading. <laughs> so I left it at the theme of Perchenloff. You mean like you couldn't just learn a new language? I really wanted to learn a new language just for cryptic soup's <laughs> sake, but it uh, was not happening in the time allotted. <laughs> German is rough. <laughs> I had to practice the accent. I can't do the accent and actually do it correctly. Come okay. on, guys. Okay. Well, these things are resurrecting an old tradition from centuries ago where young men in the town would dress up as mythical creatures and parade through the streets in ancient pagan rituals to disperse winter's ghosts. They would march dressed in fursuits with carved wooden masks carrying cowbells. So remember, that was the original Perchtenloff, and that's also what the man in the very beginning talked about in that the the book that he ended up publishing, how it was a pagan holiday that just kept transforming. And he was nervous that it would keep transforming and overrule St. Nicholas. It didn't overrule St. Nicholas, but it became its own thing. Yeah. Which those traditions now became Krampuslauf. And Krampuslauf is now resurging and having Krampuslauf runs all through. Oh, you're right. Austria, Germany, Slovenia, Hungary, and the Czech Republic areas. Let's do it. Oh, oh wait, wait. Read the last one. <laughs> Have you read the next <laughs> sentence, Kylie? It's gained recognition in the United States. Well, we gotta it find. It just hasn't happened yet. We gotta find. You know where it would happen. You know where it would happen, right? California. Oh. I was gonna say Boston and like New Jersey. Mm. Those people get kind of crazy up in New Jersey, eh? <laughs> You don't think New Jersey people want to run around beating others? I think shit would be crazy in New Jersey. I think I'm Italian. Yeah, I don't. And there's some there's some interesting little snippets of different. Florida would do it, but I think they would do it incorrectly. They'd they would be like, do it incorrectly. Hey, let's bring some gators out. And we're like, wait, wait, no, wait, wait what are the gators no. for? And they're like, you know, on leashes. Hmm. I'm trying to think of where like the biggest like German population I mean, it would be beautiful to do it in a wintry area. So like yeah, it would be up in the Washington area where it's really cold, but beautiful. Mm -hmm. hmm. All right. Everyone across the U.S., tell us where you think we should host the first Krampuslauf and <laughs> we'll get it started. We're going to get it started. We'll just <laughs> run around and start beating everyone in that town with sticks. <laughs> well dressed. We'll invite we'll invite the cosplay girl. It'll be great. <laughs> well. We have to also have it in a place where there's alcohol, though, Kylie. Remember, I said alcohol is important. Well, I mean, Michigan is like known for wine and for their breweries. So here's the thing, though. We need it in a place where schnapps come from. And I got to tell you why. So not only is alcohol important because like, you know, alcohol makes things fun. But OK, so you know how like Santa, St. Nick stuff, he wants milk and cookies. You know what? You leave out for Krampus. <laughs> you leave out schnapps. <laughs> Krampus wants schnapps left out for him. You know where it would be really good to do it hmm. is with the uh, German Christmas market in Chicago. Ooh. All right, Chicago, we're coming for you with we're sticks. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the these Krampus, <laughs> I even wrote it in here. These Krampus runs are really popular in Austria and Germany, and that's where Kylie and I want to go really badly, but we decided now we're going to make them here in America. But so. we also want to go to Germany. Yeah, we want to go so. to a real one. We don't want to go to our fake one, but we want to go to a real one. Seriously, the real ones look so scary. You can look them up on YouTube. They are awesome. Well, 
because of those runs, though, and everything else that's happened, Krampus has been getting more popular every year. So in 2004, an art director and graphic designer named Bont Bachon published a book of Krampus cards and it organized an art show inspired by the cards that he brought to the U.S. I did not think that was his name. I was like, I'm so American. <laughs> it was just it's spelled like Monty Buchamp. <laughs> Can you say but it again? <laughs> Mont, like Monte Cristo, yeah. but like Mont. Okay. And then EA uses O's. So yeah, O, and then you don't, you drop the P. So Beauchamp. C H A M P. Sham. Okay. It's like E A U is O A U X O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not. Monty Bouchamp. <laughs> it is not Monty Bouchamp. <laughs> Darn. But thanks to Monty Bouchamp, <laughs> it's what made more people in the U.S. even want to incorporate him into things because they saw Monty Bouchamp do it and it did so good that they're like, Monty's on to something. Since that time, here are some really popular things that it has inspired. Krampus the Yule Lord. That's a 2012 novel by Gerald Brom. A Krampus Carol, which is a 2012 episode of The League. That is in my top five favorite shows also. That's right after The Office. It's a TV show about fantasy football. For those of you that don't know me, I love sports. That's so weird to me. (laughs) Like, who are you? (laughs) Everyone gets really weirded out when they find out I love sports. I love sports. I made my girlfriend go on a date one time to Buffalo Wild Wings so I could watch sports in the background. Wow. She did not like it. I did. Yep. I would be a little upset. (laughs) It's a really good episode, though. And there's a character in there named Taco. So there you go. (laughs) He has a mobile pube trimming station. A what? Another really popular thing. I'm just going (laughs) to layer into the next thing. Okay. Minstrel Krampus which is a 2013 episode of American Dad. We all know that show. Mm-hmm. This one came before all this, and it's not a vital one, but it might be something a lot of people know, so I wanted to throw it in here. Carnival. It's a video game from 1998. It's an arcade game, but it's spelled like Carn-Evil. Like Carnage and Evil put together. Like Carnival that's evil. <laughs> <laughs> not Carnage. <laughs> Like, think of the, the game Medieval. Yeah, I got but it's, it now. it's Medieval Times. I don't and it know says why medieval. I thought of Carnage. Probably because <laughs> we've we were been talking watching about... a lot of superhero movies well, lately. Yeah, we were talking about Venom the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Carnival. <laughs> Carnival Evil. Carnage. <laughs> Carnival Evil. 1998 arcade game. I don't know if it came to other things other than like arcades, if maybe it like later was a PlayStation game or anything. Yeah, I didn't I really wanna, look into it. I want to look it up. If it's anything like the medieval games where that has the word evil emphasized also, Kylie, mm-hmm. so it's mid-evil, medieval, mm-hmm. not not anything else, <laughs> it'll probably be good. But what everyone knows, the big Krampus thing, Krampus, a 2015 horror movie from Universal Pictures with that <laughs> great guy from Parks and Rec. <laughs> it's... It's such a weird movie. <laughs> the movie is not very good, but it has... Ben from Parks and Rec, so it's good anyways. It's kind of fun. I mean, it's like fun to make fun of. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those 
not like a cult classic. It's not that good, but it's no. kind of like a. If if you're wanting something that's not a Christmas movie that you're going to watch at Christmas time, you got to watch Krampus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. So did you at least learn something new about Krampus? Uh, yeah, I did. Really? Well, yeah. Good. I was really nervous that I wasn't going to bring much to the table here. No, so. I didn't know a lot of things. Hmm. I will say the most fun part of doing this entire outline was watching the runs, like the Krampus Schlaf runs on repeat the whole time. You were like playing video games. I was sitting at the other computer and I was just watching <laughs> these on repeat in the background. No, I remember you were trying to find, you were trying to find someone <laughs> so an was, audio that said Krampus. And I and found this audio. Okay, so for like the intro, I wanted someone talking about Krampus, right? And everyone either was like not saying it or something. And then I found this perfect one. And it was this guy. And it was like, who is that man at Christmas? Who is that man with and the, then he the stops goat? Talking. The this. And he's like sitting there describing it. And he goes, the man's name is. And then it goes dead silent. And the screen just says the word Krampus. And that's the end. And I was like, no, I watched the whole thing waiting for you to say the word Krampus. And you just put the title on the screen and you called it a day that was so funny though i was freaking out and i made kylie watch it with me and she's just like huh that sucks i'm like kylie this is like the ninth movie i've watched like you don't understand how bad this sucks i just want someone to say the word compass it's so funny though like why why didn't why didn't he just say it <sighs> dramatic effect. it was no that was very awkward i don't i don't think it was dramatic at all <laughs> i think it was just awkward well kylie that is a. Uh, Krampus is as Krampus is. Krampus. Krampus. You did say Krampus a couple times. I know. I tried not to. <laughs> I got taught how to say Krampus correctly by my significant other. Apparently, I did say Krampus a lot. And she said something about how I say it. And I was like, hmm, it's Krampus. <laughs> Krampus. 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 <laughs> oh, I sounded like someone from The Simpsons. I need to calm down. <clears throat> So, guys, we hope you learned something new about Krampus. Because next week, we're going to teach you a few other crazy guys. But then. But wait, there's more. There's more. In fact, there's a whole year coming up. 2022. <laughs> 22. And we're going to start the year with a bang. <laughs> Is that like supposed to be Bond-like? I don't know. I'm just having fun with the accents tonight. I'm really tired. No, we have some really, really cool stuff coming up in January. And it is what Kylie and I wanted to start a podcast for. This I'm is so excited. This is our topic. We are so ready for it. I am not ready for it. <laughs> the notes, I'm terrified. These notes are going to be so long. It has to be multi-part. It's going to be so crazy. And we think all of you guys are going to get real jazzercised for it. It has nothing to do with working out. Don't worry. That just made me think of jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> you know who gets some jazz hands? Who? Damon Vukovsky. Damon Vukovsky. Our, our, our wonderful sound tech guy. You know who else gets jazz hands? Who? Taylor with Lab Monkey Creative on Instagram. He did our artwork. I'm I'm constantly giving jazz hands, by the way, guys. <laughs> and you know who not only gets like jazz hands, but gets like a whole round of applause. <laughs> Corey, 
at core.media.photography on Instagram. He doesn't just do photography, guys. He is a person that can do it all, except for not complain about how we cut food. He complained that Kylie cut the flank steak wrong the other night. Mm -hmm. He can't. He can't just eat his steak in happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, he can do it all, you guys. He can do it all. They are all parts of the Cryptic Soup fam, and we are so thankful for each and every one of them. You can become a part of the Cryptic Soup fam by giving a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So if you guys want, you can subscribe, follow, tune in, keep up with us. And you know what else you can do? You can slide into those Instagram DMs where our messages are open for suggestions. (laughs) I said that one really weird. I'm normally way better at that. (laughs) Cryptic Soup Pod on Instagram. (laughs) Because, guys, we have a really big announcement. Kylie, do you you want to just say a quick sentence about what the announcement's going to be? Do you want me to? The quick sentence? It's not in there. You just have to know it. Don't look at the notes. Oh. Are you talking about our upcoming giveaway? 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 A giveaway! Giveaway! (laughs) Okay, sorry. I turned into Krampus. (laughs) Is that what he sounds like? (laughs) That's his voice now. So, guys, if you made it to the end of the episode, which we hope you did, that means you now are the first to know that we're about to host a giveaway. A giveaway! A giveaway! (laughs) What am I thinking of? I have no idea, but I don't like it. It's like a Disney movie or something. It reminds me of the two little characters in the Nook store, though. (laughs) Oh, they repeat each other. Welcome, welcome. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, guys, we're going to have a giveaway coming up, so definitely stay tuned and keep up with us. Kylie and I will be posting it on social media. We're going to be having it on the Cryptic Soup page, everything like that. We will also maybe throw out a 411 to talk about it. If not, we will talk about it definitely before it's time for entries so that you guys can get all your entries in and you guys can win these pretty cool prizes if kylie and i do say so ourselves uh yeah we want to win them ourselves but yeah that'd be nice we can't (laughs) turns out that's not how giveaways work we regularly spend a lot of money on the things that we're giving out so (laughs) a lot of money like a lot of money (laughs) so it's kind of a bummer for us but it's a great thing for y'all also i figured out the movie you ready Hmm. shrek when the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! <laughs> he's Who married lives on Drury to, Lane? No, he's married to the Muffin Man? She's married to the Muffin Man? <laughs> All right, guys, remember to subscribe and follow and tune in with us so that we can see you next Tuesday. Stay tuned. That would be really A B C D E. Uh. Ready? 
A B C D U F J H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. Corey goes, how much energy am I gonna have to do tonight? You guys seem real tired. We're like, yeah, a lot. A lot, oh, oh, a lot of it. A lot of it. Yeah. We are in a room filled with Deadpool stuff also. Like every part of this room is either Godzilla or Deadpool. Almost. Yeah, and I think there's Venom somewhere up there too. Oh wait, there's a lot of Star Wars, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. And then this one random pop punk flag. Pop punk? It's pop punk. Stick to your guns is not pop it punk. It is pop punk. Oh no, it is not. How? It pops and it punks. It's not punky at all. It's a little bit <laughs> post-hardcore metal. It's kind of pop punky. <laughs> okay, we're gonna put a song at the end of this. You tell us, <laughs> y'all tell us if it's pop punk or not, because it's not, it's not. I I'll be honest. Okay, I'm aware that this is stick to your guns. I will later tell you when I think of it what band I thought it was because I did not think Stick to Your Guns is who I think it is now the more that I'm having this conversation with you. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's definitely not punky at all. It's Corey's favorite band. It's his tattoo on his chest is the diamond on his chest. I made him show me that the other day. I didn't know it was that. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was a diamond. Nope, now you know. (laughs) So, guys, we can't wait to hear. No, we're not hearing from you. You hear from us. We talk. You listen. <laughs> That's how these work. This is a podcast. Gert. Gert. <sighs> <clears throat>